ready? Oh, okay. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I had to go turn the radio on uh, because they can hear us here at the nursery. What do I mean by that? Well, so they can hear us here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road where we're live on the porch uh, talking to you on a, a cloudy day that feels great. Oh, yeah. It's nice. But, but and there's lots of color here at Millburgers. It may be cloudy in the sky. But it's awful bright and cheerful here at Millburgers with all kinds of great uh, plants here. We've got the uh, lots of cyclamen. What's that above the uh, above the cyclamen hanging in those hanging baskets? That bright orange thing, that burnt orange basket. Can you tell what that is? Bougainvillea. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's a different color bougainvillea. We'll have to get that down pretty soon. <laughs> it's a nice burnt orange. For you Longhorn fans, if you want to give a gift, we've got uh, burnt orange bougainvilleas here. Give it to Aggie? You could. Oh, uh, <laughs> There's probably some kind of symbolic. <laughs> and that is an interesting orange because that's not normally our oranges are like, a, from a college football standpoint, they're normally Tennessee orange. You're right. Uh, but this one's kind of a. A little deeper orange, so that's. I'll have to ask Trace uh, about that. So, okay, uh, all right, that's nice. I don't. Well, think if you're if you're little. getting de- desperate, there's your there's another orange there. The what? What? I can't see it. What do we got? Milkweeds. Oh, that's true. But Tropical see, that's that, that's a different orange though. That's that Tennessee orange. But yeah. you and you've been watching some uh, monarchs on yeah, that. Yeah, the huh? monarchs uh, were very attracted to it. In other words, that's the beautiful orange. Uh. That. Ugly thing yeah. up there. So, Jerry, Jerry. You, UT fans, help me out here. Well, uh, he's a, that, he is a UT fan. Yeah. yeah. University of Texas. Yeah. No, no, I mean, Tennessee. Yeah, the university. The real, the real first if you, one. If you're a fan of the university, 210-308-8867. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Crockett Road right by the University of Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee coming to Honestly. save you boys at the Alamo. Oh, man, you're going <laughs> And he brought some of his partners. Yeah, they brought a lot of his partners. They yeah. were they were ready to get out of Tennessee. They uh, speaking I, speaking of colors. Yes, I'm very disappointed in people. Why are you disappointed? Red, white, and blue. Huh? Red, white, and blue. Yeah. Oh, that they haven't gobbled them up yet. No, they've got gobbled one up. Oh no! Are yeah. they just doing one color? Yeah. The one that makes you angry? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Which one? The blue. red? No, he gets Just upset. The blue? Yeah. Yeah. The red, well, the red and whites are out there in, in numbers. But somebody bought the blues and didn't get the reds and the whites. Oh, they're messing up. What our... is wrong with people? I was telling Calvin, I think, I don't know if you were listening or not, I haven't planted my red, white, and blue, blue bonnets yeah. yet. And they're really happy. <laughs> yeah, they're they uh, they're in large containers this year. Yeah, they four, are four and a half inch and easy to transplant. And but they're nice. They're they're getting taller and, and kind of strangly. It's it's weird. Yeah, maybe maybe trace through the blues away. Yeah, guy. Uh, uh, after you heard me talking about how how everybody wants blue. Huh. Well, there's a little section of blue. Over there, but it's not. It's not no, it's not just a couple of blue. Yeah, not sufficient to meet. <laughs> I didn't. I I looked at the blue bonnets, but I didn't notice that there were yeah. blues or The white, the whites, the strongest, and white turned out to be the strongest of the blue co- of the colors. I'll be done. 
We had uh, when we were when we were planting the seed. The, the plants were the strongest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the color, last year the color was not. The yeah, the uh, when we plant the seed, we plant the blue and the red two weeks from seed before we plant the white, huh. and the white will catch up with it. So it's a very very vigorous white. Always has been. We even selected a. Uh, High-yielding, I call it high-yield uh, white. And it was significantly higher-yielding than uh, than the other. Now, uh, Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue probably has uh, probably has uh, caught up with the white as far as uh, yield is concerned. But because uh, it, it, it yields four times more seed... Hmm. Than the regular collection of blue bonnets. And you look close, huh? You couldn't have missed the blue bonnet, mm-hmm. the blue ones. That seems strange to me. I was broken, broken-hearted, Mister Calvin. Maybe sure. you can go back. I think I think all the blues were on this where the flocks was. I didn't see. I w- went through uh, earlier and I didn't see any there. I just saw that. That uh, small group of blues, the yeah. same ones you did. We can only hope that Trace might have moved them yeah. <laughs> somewhere else. But uh, the reds and the whites are still up there and uh, beautiful things. Gosh, Deb, I guess I guess somebody could have uh, had this vision of uh, their, their whole vacant lot being every, blue bonnet, six, huh? every six inches having a blue bonnet. Yeah, let me see. I don't know if they're on sale this week or not. Let me look. No, I don't see them. So uh, maybe the sales what did it. Maybe so, because there were a lot of people buying them last week. Yeah. Little, if I'd have known they were just buying the blues, I'd have gone out there and <laughs> spoken to them. Hey, instead of pre-culling? Uh, <laughs> Pre-color, culling color. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we've got got our, uh, pictures of the ones that were grown last year by faithful listeners, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. we uh, got that on plantanswers.com, and go to the uh, gallery of pictures. There's a place you can click on and see all the pictures at once, pictures at once. And uh, did a good job. Uh, however, this year, my main man <laughs> is yeah. wounded. Yeah, is wounded. And recovery. But I've got him lined up for uh, to go out and take pictures. Yeah. Of the, obviously, of uh, the blue bottles that are not well, we being tried, planted. We tried to warn him when he got on the line that he should just pretend and not tell you where he yeah. was or... <laughs> Yeah, he come, what did he come up with that bro, that broken foot deal or some some yeah. wimpy? Yeah, answer. back back that, in the day, you used to go out there and take pictures, and you had two broken feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a broken arm. That's what made oh. it hard, hard to hold the camera. I know, but and you were appreciative of just the opportunity. <laughs> I mean, kids today they don't they don't appreciate what they've got. Yeah, Calvin's got a good article. Today in uh, in uh, uh, essay life section E, he's at the bottom of the front page, 
and he's talking. He's he got off that uh, cyclamen thing. Guess who wrote a nice article about cyclamen for winter color this this week? Uh, Nils Perry. Neil. Oh, okay. Yeah, really? Neil did. Weekly newsletter. Huh. And uh, that's unusual for him. I don't remember him doing. Well, the he, reason that I imagine cyclamen don't make it too, too good uh, north of uh, for the whole way, yeah Waco for the whole or winter. Like, like here, we talk about uh, yeah if if it's yeah. below thirty, or, you know, <laughs> and up there it's always below thirty. Uh, so I imagine that's why yeah. But he, I guess he was desperate for to name something for color for for the winter. Yeah, something new, something different. Yeah, and uh, but stocks is in there. Uh, that Calvin wrote about stocks, and uh, and also about primula. Or yeah, it says primrose. Uh, primula yeah. is not overly sensitive to cold. Uh, yeah, he covers a cyclamen with a layer of insulate. When the temperatures are forecast to fall below and 30 I, degrees. And I continue to do that reluctantly, that Jerry has just driven me. <laughs> I just I, didn't want those buds to freeze yeah. for people. Well, the, the logic is there because they're, uh, they're ex- cyclamen are, are expensive and the foliage isn't, isn't affected by the cold weather, but uh, some pl- some point under 30 degrees, the the blooms, the buds, <laughs> depending on where they are planted too. A lot of a lot of the plantings of cyclamen are are sheltered, so they're like mine for years were not affected. But if they the buds do get uh, frozen, then you don't, you don't uh, get much uh, return for your dollar, other than you got some beautiful foliage. Yeah, uh, uh, petunias are that away. Uh, after the first hard frost or hard freeze, uh, the petunia foliage will not die. Not petunia. Pad, uh, yeah, petunia. Petunia foliage will not die, but it will not, not bloom again mm-hmm. until spring. So yeah. it's developing a root system during the winter. Well, even our snapdragons, you can. And it's ever it's green all yeah. winter. You can expect our snapdragons to have a pause in the middle of the winter. Oh, yeah. Too so it's uh, that's not unusual for our uh, cold weather annuals. Now there's one that that has no pause, and and you mentioned it, the pansies, <laughs> and we we also talk about uh, we emphasize the Johnny jump ups and the uh, violas. Yeah. In the in that article. Yeah, okay. uh, regard reg- regards to climate change, my sweet peas have been a- uh, easier to grow this year. Last few years, and I'm crediting that crediting that to the warmer weather. Yeah, we, cause we, <laughs> for for years the master gardener, the number of master gardeners and I that uh, were fond of sweet peas, we talk about. Well, they don't like weather that's too cold or too warm. There you go. But the last few years, uh, there hasn't been the uh, the, the weather has uh, has been just right for them. They've they've bloomed and had a long season. Yeah. <laughs> As I was walking up here, I saw we've got a good supply of uh, a plant that I don't think is used very much, called calendulas. 
Oh, oh yeah, I like it. And the, but you know, they're not they're not well publicized. <laughs> they're not popular. Well, we used to we used to promote them in terms of uh, warming warming up the winter garden because they're yeah yeah they, 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 they call them the winter marigold. Yeah, I think. daisy-like oh, wow. colors. Yeah, yeah. They and, got a nice. They got nice foliage. Oh yeah, and. Uh, the way the thing I way I started growing calendula years and years ago was I get would get the uh, potting mix or the seedling mix from uh, from a, a commercial grower and put in my beds in my flower beds. Well, <laughs> guess what came up from Calen- from the seedling flats? Calendula. A lot of them. I mean, they were thick. So the seed must be kind of slow to germinate or germinates at different times. And so I would grow those things. And like you say, in the winter, they're killer. And then they would, when they started to bloom in the spring, uh, the freeze would kill them after they bloomed, which goes along with the idea of broccoli uh, won't freeze until it blooms, until it produces a fruit. I don't know what causes that, uh, but uh, uh, that's the same way with calendula. So I gave up on them after about now, five or six years. Calendulas are uh, are one of those that we mention as a, a t- nectar source in the, in yeah. the wintertime because the butterflies really like the blooms. And those have got buds on them. The ones yeah. they're selling got buds yeah, on them. Yeah, I was them. looking at them. They look really good. <laughs> they're pretty. So I, I'm sure they'll bloom maybe by Christmas. So if anybody's in, interested in any of those flowers we talked about, there we've got a real nice selection of primulas yeah. there. We've got a, a limited selection of stocks, uh, but we've, uh, we've, got, uh, we've got lots lots of uh, violas and Johnny Jump Ups. Oh, they're beautiful up yeah, there. Yeah, and they're, they're ones that you plant. They're blooming now when you plant <clears> them, and they're blooming right up until uh, April, May, and May. Uh, and let's see, what else do we talk about in there, Jerry? Oh, the, yeah, the uh, sweet peas. They're, yeah. they're the ones that if you want to plant something by uh, seed, they're, they're, easy, uh, they're easy to grow. Now, you, Jerry has, uh, t- showed me that trick about uh, soaking them overnight and uh, yeah. water the seed and the germination rate is like <laughs> 90 plus in the old days. You know, I was always thinking, you know, like 50 percent would be good. But, yeah, um, uh, that works with peas and okra. Uh, we soak our okra, and uh, the interesting thing about that is uh, when we did studies on scarification of uh, blue bonnet seed, uh, we soaking was one of the uh, treatments. And it decreased germination. I'll be darned. Yeah. You know, and I don't the, know whether it rotted them or what uh, it did to them, but it the, decreased them. On the sweet peas, a, a, a trick that works pretty neat is uh, t- for uh, trellis. Just use uh, tomato, oh, yeah. tomato cages. Yeah, those tomato cages are nice. They'll grow, they'll grow up over the top of those things and uh, the blooms. And then, you know, we talk about the wonderful fragrance for stocks. And then uh, sweet peas are in that same league. Uh, those two, I don't know which I like best. Uh, both of them are so are so wonderful. The the fragrance and they both make great bouquets. 
if you look at them, you would you would not guess that they make good yeah. peas. Yeah. Uh, but the sweet peas mm-hmm. last a long time, and they're they're nice and, and they're fragrant. And, and the neat, neat thing about them is that pl- when you plant them now, you don't have to worry about spider mites, which jump on them in the spring when the temperature gets hot, just like our tomatoes. They're headed for the sweet peas. So, so. <laughs> now, but they won't have you won't have that trouble until uh, what May, April, May. Yeah. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. We're going to take a quick break, and while we do, give us a call. What's going on in your gardening world? What kind of questions do you have? What are you looking to grow? How are your blue blue bonnets doing? We can help you with that. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We may not be able to help them find any more. I see some on the ground. I just spotted some on the oh, ground. Oh, good. All right, we got plenty. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming we got you have a plenty. Sense, you have a sense of. Have we said he, Jerry said we had a lot of them, didn't he? What did he say? I can't see them. Are there a lot of them? I can't. I can't no. stand it. I'm going to go look. There's, okay, Maybe Calvin's going to go check it out. Maybe Dan. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be back in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The answer. There's something about pumpkin pie, something about pumpkin pie, something about pumpkin pie. If you don't know what I mean, give it a try. A little whipped cream, it does the trick. A little whipped cream, it does the trick. A little whipped cream, it does the trick. But more than a little, and you might get sick. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're out back at the station. He's the person you talk to. He's your your first line of defense. Uh, if you will, I guess, uh, when you uh, talk to him and you call us at 210-308-8867. Well, your real first line of defense against insects, fleas, roaches, all these pests in your home. You got rats on the roof. Ha! <laughs> Spider-Man's got a solution. Spider-Man Pest Control. They've been doing this since 1976. Warren, Remy, and the gang over there at Spider-Man are considered experts here in San Antonio. Warren is on a number of boards, and he's the go-to guy in San Antonio. And you can hire him directly uh it's spider-man pest control and what i like best about warren is the stories i hear uh from people who uh from use them and the Millburgers i saw was visiting over here his truck was out in front uh but um <laughs> one of the stories i like to tell well I'll, I'll share it with you tomorrow but the uh the other story is about i went to a, a place that did ice cream <laughs> and uh, it was almost the same story. Now, they didn't have bats, but what they had was all kinds of insects that the health department doesn't like. Oh. So they called a pest control company, not Spider-Man. He, they came out and they sprayed, and two months or a month later, whatever it was, they're back. They're back. <laughs> and so they called them again. They came back. They were happy to keep coming back. And they said, you know, there's got to be a better solution. They called Spider-Man, and uh, Spider-Man Pest Control came over and not only treated, but also figured out what the problem was and helped them to solve the whole problem uh, holistically, if you will, rather than just treat the symptoms, which was the roaches, let's say. I bet he made them give him a free cone of ice cream. I bet they gave him one anyway because they were thrilled. When I mentioned that I knew him. 
and this was just a just kind of a casual conversation. We know Spider. I mean, their their whole face lit up. We know Spider Man. Yeah. We love Spider Man. They told me their story. So you can give them a call. You can use Spider Man termite and pest control yourself. Uh, Go Spider Man Pest uh, is the website. Go Spider Man Pest. But two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six three seven two one. Just go online. Check them out. Go Spider Man Pest. Dot com. All right, 210-308-8867. That's our number, 210-308-8867 is our number. What? Calvin, did you want to give a report? Yeah, well, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry's right. There's a few flats. Okay. Uh, a couple uh, appears to be a couple of flats of blues in there. That's 20, 20 yeah. plants per flat. Yeah, so at least, say, two or three, but uh, <laughs> even those the, even those on the ground over there are whites. Oh, they're really? Yeah, I think there were one or two flats of the blues. The blues are only identified by a, a picture rather than a yeah. label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's at least at least one flat on the on oh, the okay. Oh, I didn't see this. I'm sorry, Lillian. I didn't see that you were waiting. Lillian is on the line at 210. 210- 308-8867. Got a Snapdragon problem. Oh, 210-308-8867. Lillian, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you? Up, oh, nope, we lost Lillian. Lillian, call <laughs> us right back. You made her hole long enough I to did. lose her? Yeah. So call us back, Lillian. We'll get you right away. I will interrupt everybody, no matter, unless it's Trace, because <laughs> uh, he is a sponsor. But, so uh, so let's, let's yes? summarize that. Then you, we got... As Jerry said, we got lots of reds, lots of whites, and we got some blues. Yeah. So get your, you still can get your yeah. red, white, and blues. <laughs> the interesting, interesting thing about that is, <clears throat> when we first started that project, uh, very few people had ever seen a white, or definitely had never seen a red. So, uh, but people like the blues. When you go down to the airport, and I've, I've offered to. Uh, Replace the paintings of the blues down there that they have at the airport. Yeah. And have some red and whites up there. But no no takers. Hmm. Uh, now, you haven't done any weird genetic stuff to create these reds no. and whites. Well, when he was born, born, it was weird genetic. Selection. Yeah. He's just, these already exist in nature. And you've just kind of... Now, don't get that, that old issue uh, all riled up. Oh, I'm sorry. There were, when he started uh, oh, yeah. delving into those colors, they they thought he was we uh, had a manipulating s- Mother Nature. He had a lab <laughs> going in his basement with, yeah. a, with, a, with a little blue bonnet on a, on a table and this down. Yeah, we've converted that to yeah. part, of the, part of the big major There was a thunderstorm that came, and they raised <laughs> the... Uh, the table, yeah. the planter, up to the sky. Lightning hit it and turned it white, and he said, okay. We had to have the pink before we could get the red. The red? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we also call red maroon. Right. All right. <laughs> so come and get them. I Billy was here last week. and I got, I got into a discussion, I'll say. Oh, dear. With, with, with one the, of our listeners. Uh, when you do the I'll, I'll say, that worries the me. The color of a, of a new plant we're working on. And I call, I, she sent me a picture of it. And I said, well, that's, that's maroon. I didn't know she wasn't an Aggie. I, I thought everybody was an Aggie. But uh, ah! she writes back 
that her husband and her think that's crimson. Crimson. Oh. She must be a... Texas Crimson be a, red, red. Is uh, that a tech? Uh, Al, Alabama. Uh, you know Alabama? Well, no. Oh, when's the football game? Uh, we have, <laughs> Crimson Tide. Yeah. Be, yeah, crim, yeah. Yeah, right. There you go. Crimson Tide. So uh, <laughs> the interesting thing about it, well, I, took, I, went to, I took some pictures of that plant. Uh, uh, she lives in Kerrville. And I took some, went up there and took some pictures of that plant. And my pictures came back with three different colors. Oh, that's interesting. Digital pictures. Yeah. Uh, every the crimson was the dominant color. All right. I have to agree. And then I I had one that was taken in the sun, and it looks uh, purple. Really. <laughs> and I had one taken uh, in more shade, and it looked maroon. Well, that's. That's just like uh, uh, our uh, poppies. Uh, yeah, Greg's yeah, poppies. mine were clearly maroon. Yeah, they they look they look <laughs> like one thing when no, you're looking no. at them, and then when you take pictures of them, they look like something else. Yeah, if you could have seen Jerry's face <laughs> on the radio, imagine rolled eyes and and a grimace on his face as he stares at you and, was, and then says he was both actually saying and with his face saying. No. No, Milton. <laughs> what, did, they were not. what did Greg say? The creator. Oh, I don't I think he said they were maroon, didn't he? Yes. Yes. No, he said yours were red. I don't know. <laughs> they pretty anyway. It was right? probably the camera. Yeah. <laughs> now we were talking a while ago about Calvin's article and and uh, a lot of it's discussing uh uh And so maybe some of you missed that. Or don't take the paper. All right. I just got last week my December 2020 newsletter. Your Millburgers anniversary newsletter. All right. And get look. Can you see that right? No, because the sun's right behind. Okay. You. It says intense color of primula. Guess who wrote that? Dr. Calvin Finch? Yes. Oh. Uh, look at Calvin. Look. <laughs> I'm going to go see if that's on the actually on the website right now. Uh, well, I, I just got it last week, last okay. uh, Wednesday, I guess. But uh, Oh, that, yeah, that should be if they show the picture. They've got that. Yeah, I was wondering. That's why yeah. I was going to look. And then that, uh, I always destri- describe it like show paint. Yeah. That primula color is just so intense. In, in fact, there's a quote in it. The color of primula blooms is more intense than pansies. Shame on you, Calvin. That's no, blasphemous. That's true. <laughs> that doesn't matter if it's true or not. That's blasphemous. <laughs> there is nothing subtle about their color. They make me think of the colors that clowns used to paint their faces with at the circus. I bet Calvin was frightened by clowns as a young child because he always oh. he always bring that oh dear <laughs> we went but, to the circus a lot though <laughs> but great articles and uh, if when it gets on the internet uh, on the website you see a a beautiful co- picture of Primula I don't know what color it is it's my my, my 
copy is in black and white, the, the newsletter. Model. Yeah, if you get the newsletter, if you get it mailed to you, it's in yeah. kind of a yeah. off-white and, and, and black, yeah. just black and white. But it should be in color. On the, well, yeah, I mean, on uh, when you get it as an email, emailed it to you, it's all in color. Yeah. And you, if you go online, you can see all the old newsletters. Uh, yeah. December's not up yet. <laughs> but uh, November is, and there are beautiful pictures of camellias and stuff. So, but anyway, go ahead. Another thing in the newsletter, they got they got an article about the versatility of hollies, and uh, they talk about all the hollies. Got a picture of a mockingbird sitting in a possum hall holly. Now that <laughs> that is not a hard picture to get. If you get under the tree. And get your camera ready. You're going to see some birds and eating those foot berries big time. Oh, yeah. Well, and the not just the berries. I mean, that's important. The birds love the holly berries, but the cover that they provide. It's like a, if there's a n- nice big holly that's uh, dense uh, like, <laughs> like they tend to be, you, you may probably have a cardinal in there nesting no, or yeah. a mockingbird. Yeah, the mockingbirds would definitely yeah. be in there. So, But it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be great to get a picture of a male red bird oh, yeah. sitting in that little red berries? That'd be a killer picture. Uh, also in this newsletter that's soon to be up on the Internet, Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, you can go to MillburgerNursery.com yeah. to get your own copies of this emailed to you. Just uh, sign up for it. Free. Yep. Or uh, you can uh, just the, get one here. Or uh, you can get it, or you read it off the website. Yep. Yep. I, get it. I guess you could print it out. I, don't, I, I haven't looked at that. Uh, probably. It's a PDF, so yeah, you can probably print PDF. it. Yeah, uh, PDF. But also, there's a gr- pretty good article about... Uh, uh, ground covers by Mark Peterson. Really? Who? <laughs> Saul's Conservation What's that? Project. What's that is that who that is? Yeah. I didn't know who that was. This guy just comes over every now and then. <laughs> With that weird mask. Talks about Neil Sperry. Uh, <laughs> and trees. I think and he's trees. into trees. Oh, oh, he talks about his trees. <laughs> oh, maybe it's water uh, conservation now. Yeah. That's right. It's trees but, and water conservation. Because oh. he's a Saul's Conservation Project Manager. Yes, he is. Wow. And a friend of the show. Yeah. And right now he's yelling at the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and so he lists a lot uh, a lot of things that you can use for ground cover. And uh, most of them are pretty good. Oh, shoot. But you know what we need to do? He, he, mentioned, he mentioned prostate again. We need to do as a, I wonder if, if this would be appropriate. Uh-oh. As a tribute to Paul Cox. Okay. One of the things I really love that Paul did when he was when he was coming in and, and helping out when one of you guys was not here mm-hmm. is Paul would tell you, we'd have a question about blank, <laughs> this plant, about uh, Duranta. Mm-hmm. And Paul would say, you know, if you really want to see a beautiful Duranta yeah. on the corner of yet and such and yet and such, <laughs> there's a beautiful Duranta. It's been there for 20 years, and, you'll, and you know, Paul knew everything about it. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, uh, he, and, he was a plant searcher, kind of yeah. like Lynn Lowry and uh, we'll have to, uh, Martin Warner. 
pick a plant and then we'll find an address that uh, <laughs> that you can see a good example. But Calvin has pointed this out. I noticed it too when we parked one time in King William uh, and went someplace to eat. Is there's so much shade there that people use ground covers really oh, quite yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, so if you wanted to see an example of how ground covers could look in a, a garden that you know that is is <laughs> sun uh, challenged. The, yeah, uh, so, yeah, just walk through uh, King William and you'll see him. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Mark mentioned uh, has, has separated them out uh, for shade and for sun. And the first one he recommends for the sun is a silver pony foot. Silver pony foot. Uh, this, this South American America native loves the sun and heat. Excellent for the front yard near the curb or sidewalk between driveways. Uh, now that that's a Paul Cox plant. Oh, okay. Yeah, he 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 used to plant that all over the botanical garden. Oh, good. Hey, Trace is going to be able to come up hey, on the porch Trace. with us. Trace, woo! All right, he has been busy today. He's still busy. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is the number to call, 210-308-8867, and a toll-free, 866-308-8867. Good morning, Trace. How are you doing? I'm uh, in the Christmas spirit. Oh, uh, yeah. well, this is a great place to be. I kind of smell like a Christmas spirit. Yeah, I, guess, I was wondering what I'm getting The whole nursery does. Yeah. It smells wonderful. I saw the living Christmas trees as yeah. I walked in. I parked yes. by the Circle K. Yeah. They look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Calvin has pointed out there may be some over there. I'm shaking my head to the left. Uh, yes, there's oh, a, tri- a whole. Yeah, we're on our third truck right now. Oh my gosh! Wow. So one was supposed to come yesterday morning. Okay. <laughs> and we would have had that one already cut and stood, but it didn't show up till 5:30. Well, it's already dark at 5:30, so we can't make oh, the guys unload in the dark. Yeah. They're going to get hurt. So we started on him at 8 this morning, and the other two were right behind him. So one was supposed to have been here at noon, and one was supposed to be here tomorrow at uh, 10, but uh, they all came today. Okay. <laughs> kind of well, my, no wonder you look kind of warm. Kind of my luck in the yeah. way things go. Well, it's good you'll have the trees because thanks a lot of people uh, like the trees for Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah, uh, so we should have, barring all things, anything silly happening, yeah, we'll, we'll probably stand a few today. Tomorrow we'll get the tensies of each kind out uh, throughout the day, and we will then work on the big trees. Okay. You know, all the big ones stood because the big ones, uh, people shop for those early. Oh, is that the deal? Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, before we uh, we'll wait, okay, Lillian is back, and we, we lost her a minute ago, so help, let's help so, Lillian so real found, quick. You found her? We found her. Okay. Lillian, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Hi. I purchased some snapdragons from you, and they were beautiful, blooming yellow. And I came home and planted them. The yellow uh, plant, uh, flowers died. The buds are coming up, and all the buds are dry. The, the, the green is beautiful, but the buds are all dead. Sounds like a watering issue. On the snapdragons or the pansies? Pan, snapdragons. Snapdragons. How long were they there before those buds started getting looking dry? Well, as soon as the, the flowers went away, as soon as the buds came on, they were dry. They're continuing to be dry. Okay, well, the, the bloom the bloom itself is what. Is, okay, so the blooms don't last forever. Blooms come and go, 
Yes, but new ones, I, should, new ones should come up and replace those. Uh, but they're not. Hopefully they're soon. Their buds are coming up, but they're dry buds. That then that sounds like a watering issue to me. What do you think? Green, but the yeah. greenery, but the greenery is gorgeous. Well, the bloom the bloom requires more effort than than foliage yeah, does. Yeah, the, the, the green part more forgiving in terms of water. Yes. Okay. That's why I asked too how long they've been there because there's always an adjustment on uh, those snap snap directions. Okay, I them. a little while to get. Into I purchased yeah. them. And I purchased them in early October. Um, I would pinch off anything that that looks that way, and then um, make sure you're feeding it with a high phosphorus fertilizer. And you should get some more coming. Okay. And you don't. Okay. And you don't want it. You don't want it soggy. But of course, you have to have it uh, water. Moist. Okay. You know. Okay. Did did uh, did those buds uh, come on where the old blooms were? I don't know exactly where they came. I cut off the blooms. So oh, okay. Always, always seems like uh, you know when you get like I got uh, snapdragons here. And then they they all they're all full bloom, and mm-hmm. then you put them in, and okay. then there is an adjustment period. And they oh. well, if y'all if y'all remember in the old days, we used to like to sell this stuff without blooms on it. But, yeah, but right. people demanded to have the bloom on it, right? And uh, that that always sets it back a little bit yeah. to recover. Now pan- so, pansies don't do that, but uh, yeah. snapdragons seem. But it sounds like Lillian, from what Calvin's saying, that there's it, you're going through the adjustment phase, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for your help. Bye bye. Right. Lillian, thank uh, you. Keep us informed, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. I'm glad Lillian called back. 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Well, if I could hold a tune, I'd do uh, Feels a Little Like Christmas or something yeah. like that. Song. <laughs> thank thank you. Thank you. Like Christmas. Fairness. I can't hold a tune, but it doesn't bother me. <laughs> Each and every day. I That's just, better than mine, so I can't <laughs> say anything. I just printed out the uh, the sales for this week. And? And guess what number one is? Yeah. <laughs> you know what number we've, one is, Milton? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> onions. 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 Oh, that's right. That's right. So we've never advertised the onions. We've always <laughs> actually just let people come in and realize yeah. we have them. Okay. How, Milton, how, will, how will, weird is that? Grace is in the Christmas spirit because... <laughs> we're ta- we're selling onions. These are clearly Christmas onions. Yeah. Yes. So, inevitably, I always get really hungry when we're unboxing these because it, it smells just like a Whataburger hamburger. <laughs> but um, we will do this again because uh, I could not believe how many onions we sold the Wednesday that the ad came out. <laughs> they wow. Were, they were basically gone. No, oh, no. And my Thursday order came in, which I was double our normal, and it's... It's still here, but it's about halfway gone. Wow! So next week yeah, will people be, love onions. Next week it'll we'll be a little shy on onions because they're, okay. they're not doing anything for Thanksgiving. We, we got to pull them and bag them and all that. So uh, the following week we already have an order pending. Okay, where, and check this out. Where are the onions? Um, they are they where they usually are? They are next to the amaryllis. Oh, okay. Okay, so they're a little at the uh, by the uh, front of the sacrament. It's beginning to look a lot like onions <laughs> here at Millburgers. And he no? got, he got okay. the, he got trying, the best varieties, too. Of course. The, the best variety. Would you expect I, I 10, 15 wide? I do listen occasionally. Texas, <laughs> Texas Legend, which is a, a good one. That's supposed to be an improved 10, 10 15 wide. 
white Bermuda, red Creole, which for those like a little more pungent onion. That's an onion's onion. <laughs> like a man's man. Oh, that's, that's what we... That's an onion's onion. No, and that's... Remember we had somebody who didn't want those sweet mild yeah, onions. Yeah, I remember wanted, that. He wanted those Whataburger onions that make you tear up. <laughs> well, that's a yellow granix, I think, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Do you think the Whataburger onion is it? I think so. Yeah, it probably is. Never, ever, ever eat a Whataburger in your car that has onions on it. Because if you lose an onion, whoo, when you get back in that car after you get to work, I'm just saying, <laughs> be know, there. That, that onion. That would just make me want to go get another <laughs> Maybe that's their plan. It might be. <laughs> and uh, Southern Bell Red. I don't know what that, that is. That's, that's a normal red. That's it's a regular not, red? Yeah, it's not onion. onion yeah, used onions, to, onion. <laughs> used to back in the old days, uh, they would just sell them by color. Like uh, white Bermuda, I think yeah, it was. We, that one. we saw white, bu- red, we and bublets in the day too. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. And uh, they're only two ninety nine a bundle. And there's a bunch in there too. And how yeah. many a bundle? Yeah. Are about like approximately sixty, I think. Wow. Yeah, make sure when you get when you get a bundle, make sure you got. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't tell don't, them that, don't. Calvin. They'll be starting to take uh, apart. Yeah. <laughs> roughly as estimated sixty. Okay. Yeah. Which is a, let's see, which is plenty for two ro- two eight foot rolls <laughs> rows. Even even if you plant them close together, so that you can get some green, you can thin them and get green onions. Yeah. So, so keep the little ones separated from the big ones, and you can use the big ones for so, green onions. So I have a question. Okay. okay. A few years ago, we were talking about red candy and yellow candy. Mm-hmm. And I think those are all uh, intermediate day, if I remember right, correctly. Right. And are they sweet, I guess, because the name candy? I'm assuming. Okay. Do you think I should bring those in? Yeah. There, are, there are other nurseries that are bringing those in. Yeah. I just wanna, it's okay. I don't, I don't want to be. I don't want to leave anybody out, even in Yeah. Onion. I, I would bring them in. Okay. Yeah. Because right. uh, an intermediate day onion will... Uh, Get bigger, get larger, because it won't bulb as soon as the short day onions will. But uh, anyway, that. Uh, so I'll let you know when I get them. Ditch it. I'll, I'll, it'll, I'll, I will bring those it, in. It'll allow a uh, opportunity for discussion and cl- clarification <laughs> of which you should use. Yeah, Dixondale would not sell them unless they were good for here. Okay. All yeah. right. 210-308-8867 is our number. Hey, have you checked out the other great item on there? I know you like amaryllis. Especially in the morning. Oh, that's that's like the favorite. I've, I've heard, Jerry. 40% off. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Two for $16. All right. Amaryllis by morning. <laughs> Plant them in the pot. <laughs> and they've got a I'm picture. Really trying here, man. This is On tough. a sales item, uh, they got a picture of them in a little pot. Yeah. What what people don't realize is you don't have to fertilize them or do anything else. You just have to give them a support in a in a pot. So the, so the little ball on the bottom is like a camel. Yeah. Okay, it stores all the stores nutrients. Everything it needs. Them, okay. <laughs> Including moisture? Uh well, they can get they're already growing. They're not even Yeah. Pot, so. yeah. Okay. They, they can get enough to do that just almost from the air. How many colors do you have? He said knowingly. Nine, I think. Yeah, a bunch of different colors. And uh, six. You have red, white, and blue? <laughs> uh, two-thirds of that. Okay. Uh. <laughs> red and white, I'm guessing. Yeah. 
Is there a blue amaryllis? I don't think no. so. No, okay. I don't think so either. Uh, but I, I would caution people, if you're going to give them as gifts, uh, get them, put them in a larger pot. You, they, you know, they have bulb pots that uh, uh, y'all don't sell them, do you? They're, they're, no. they're glass, and they put marble in the back. Yeah, but Trace had a great idea. And so they're a little bit uh, larger, I mean smaller, than the bulb itself. Well, it's like an hourglass look. Yeah, it's you're an hourglass about. look. You can but see you the roots a, and things. Was it amaryllis you wanted to do the wine glass oh, oh, with? Oh, no, no. That's, oh, that's uh, hyacinths. Oh, hyacinths, okay. <laughs> and occasionally a paper white, but the hyacinth doesn't get as tall. So. Okay. <laughs> but my wife would do that in a, in a, a, a wine glass with marbles. There you yeah. go. There you go. That's yeah. the highest, not the amaryllis. She, she used to do that a lot when my daughter was small. That way she could actually see the, oh, root, see yeah. the roots grow. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, and when it was but, all done, my wife had a new wine glass. <laughs> hey, we need to oh, take a quick break here. Okay. Before we do, Trace, do you have time to um, – uh, I see on the website you guys are hiring. Uh, uh, did, yes. Do you have a second to talk about that or no? Sure. Uh, we're looking for a few good people with a smile and uh, courteous. And uh, so we need a couple of cashiers. We need yeah. a, a uh, driver, CDL. Okay. Um, and a few other hands. Okay. To, uh, help with Christmas trees. And, oh, cool. And, uh, uh, this, these aren't part-time things. I mean, they're uh, you know we're not we're going to keep these people on, so it's not a uh, seasonal, like right. like most nurseries. Okay, do. Kevin and I would have applied, but you said smiling and courteous. Yeah, well. I did. <laughs> Didn't he also say something about a reasonable age? Free <laughs> retirement? No, he, no. Age doesn't bother me. Yeah, he's got, we've, he's got, we've got a couple of retired people yeah. here already. And, it's uh, the smiling part. Yeah, I do, have, I do have a young lady starting, uh, I believe, on Friday who yeah. uh, worked for a police department for like oh, wow. 40 Man. years and retired from there. No, oh, and, she can carry a gun. She can bring a gun up here. I don't yeah. think she did that part of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it'd be a cool. She looked like she could have done that part yeah. of it. How do people uh, reach out to you if they're interested in learning more? They go to the website, or they they can fill out an application online. Oh, but it's always better to just come into the store, okay. and then we can actually see you. And if we've got time, we might even talk to you right then. If not, we we'll call back later. Very cool. So just smiling faces who enjoy being around plants and being around the nursery. Variety of different things from cashiers, drivers, and hands. Is that just what you call them? Uh, yeah, I mean, people to move plants around, water okay. plants, unload trucks, put the stuff away. Right now, Christmas trees. We okay. Have, we have to sell Christmas trees. And we have to we load our Christmas trees for people. Oh, that's and right. Most nurseries won't actually put them on people's vehicle, but we, we will. We'll tie them down, make sure you get home okay with it. Yeah. They have, have to be courteous. Better, better us tying it than them, because <laughs> some of these people don't can't make knots for sure. Oh, oops. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight. 8867-210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Hey, welcome 
back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, let me take a second to talk about deck and patio care. This holiday, if you are going to go out and enjoy the weather and go down that deck, but it doesn't look the way you want it to. Remember how it looked when it was brand new? had that nice, shiny look to it, that deep, rich wooden color, that deep, rich brown. Well, now it doesn't, does it? Nope. If you go to deckandpatiocare.com, you'll see a deck. It probably looks like the, yours right now. Maybe it's gray, and uh, it just doesn't look like it did when it was new. Well, according to Barry Hagendorf, and you can see the pictures for yourself, it really can look new again. He can show you how. Go to deckandpatiocare.com. Deckandpatiocare.com, deck cleaning, sealing, repair, construction, pebble stone cleaning and sealing, fence treatments, and a nice project gallery so you can see the before and afters. 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147 or deckandpatiocare.com. You'll, you'll, you'll be impressed very much so by the pictures that you see that Barry Hagendorf has done. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. The diancis is not in the sale lines. Yeah, it is. It is? <laughs> Look through it. Uh, but he, he said it was in the sure? newspaper. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's clearly for sale. Yeah, it's in, the, it's, it's in the newspaper. They just didn't get it in here. <laughs> well, well, also in the newspaper, we, uh, <clears throat> we did an article, as Jerry mentioned, and uh, we men- talked about... Uh, uh, Johnny Jump Ups and uh, Violas. We talked about uh, Sweet Peas. We talked about had, had somebody, Primulas. Had somebody bring an article in and had stock. Yeah, we talked about stock. We got some, a limited amount of stock there. Uh, and let's see, we, we do we do have a real good selection of uh, Primula. Yep, pretty good. Yeah. Let's see. What else did we have, Jerry, in there? Um, uh, let's see. Just off the top of my head, you got red, white, and blue blue bonnets. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you got some Swiss chard for color. You've still got some pentas for about, color. Uh, what about the blue? Are we have we sold a ton of blue bon- blue bonnets? Well, we went from three tables to one table. I left them on sale. No, the the color blue. It looks like we got a ton of red and a ton of white and a, just a few blues left. Well, since the uh, first third of the table looks like it's blue. No. No? It's red. The red has blue tags? Yeah. Okay. Well, we still have <laughs> we got blue a, bonnets. We, we got a, yeah. Got a couple on the ground there, the blues, and at least one. And Calvin's one talking one off mic. And the <laughs> one on the uh, front there. So. Just just like his pointing. He's pointing at him. <laughs> yeah. Nobody can see you pointing, <laughs> If you look at Calvin, if you look at your radio right now, you can so, see Calvin pointing to you the far so, right side. Get, if you want the red, white, and blue, come on in and get them. Get them in place, too. And yeah. yeah. Jerry's talked about, uh, for a couple of weeks, the uh, importance of, well, more fun if you get them in, planted pretty soon. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, i gotta got to find a container to put mine in where the cats won't lay on top of them. <laughs> That's the challenge. Where do you put I, the pot? I still see some lobelia. Well, yeah, I may put the pot in the backyard. Instead of the front yard. Where yeah. the, How do you re- where the what do you recommend are? the lobelia for? In range. Uh, I recommend it on the range edge of, of a pallet pot gun. or yeah. on a hanging a basket. Yeah. we got two conversations going <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all keep talking. I'll talk to Jerry during the break. <laughs> no, that's okay. They're talking about lobelia. <laughs> oh, okay. As a, and it's, got, it's kind of the same use as our uh, violas or Johnny uh, right. Jumpers. We'll, 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 we'll keep talking about lobelia after this because we got to get you caught up with the news on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, sitting on the porch here at Millburgers, where the sky is breaking through that cloud, or the sun is, and we've got some nice, pretty blue patches of sky to look at, some grayish clouds, gray and white, uh, big fluffy clouds. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know either. <laughs> All right. It just means we're horticulturists. Yeah, no, that meteorologist. That sounds like a like a Star Trek line. Yeah. Damn it, Jim. I'm a horticulturist, <laughs> not a meteorologist. I did yeah. get. I did get to ask Trace about those. Uh, diath. Yeah. Oh, huge diath. Yeah. What are what is he, it? He said he, they're they're not in the web ad website ad. ad. But they but are in they're sale. in the paper. Yeah, that new paper as for as being for sale. And, and I think I can. Well, here let me put my glasses on. Is it ninety nine <laughs> cents for the? I don't know. Well, can you see it? Yeah, but, look at the signs. He it's said a lot of plants. Ninety eight cents. Gigantic or something. My, uh, colossal or whatever. What size but, pot would you say that is? Is that a four inch pot? Yeah, four inch. So they're ninety eight cents each. Oh, oh there's good. some blooming. Well, see the sign that says sale ninety eight cents each. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And Sorry. uh they've they've already got bud set, so uh-huh. they're gonna they'll be blooming by Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Maybe a Next week or two. Summer maybe. Blooming, <laughs> maybe blooming now. Maybe a week after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I gave myself a little uh, leeway yeah. in there. So there must be different varieties of dianthus because the ones I got were smaller and yeah. laid down like carpet. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's lots of there's perennials, there's annuals. Okay. They're versatile. We don't, we don't talk about them as much as we could. Yeah. Phil did uh, it. We used to, a uh, jury especially, used to emphasize the fact that you plant them, they, they bloom through the winter, and you can uh, extend the bloom. They probably bloom longer into the summer than mo- than our other cool weather annuals. Mm-hmm. If you do a little uh, editing or uh, trimming. Yeah, trimming. Tidying up. As and when 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 would you is. recommend that that be done? Uh, I, I imagine you do it. I imagine uh, you cut the blooms off after they bloom, and fade away. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not anything. I never have grown that big one. Yeah, you don't have to. Uh, I mean, when you do it with the regular dianthus, you don't. It's not a hard job. You just no. You, yeah. You can take your uh, string mower and you can just uh, skim it off the top. Right. And uh, they'll. They'll put on new blooms and then they last into the into the May. Yeah, they they last longer than pansies in yeah. the heat. Now the one issue with them, have you ever, if you uh, leave them in a small container, man, that root system gets so. Yeah, that's what that's <laughs> what I noticed. It was that we did mine in a window box, and um, they kept blooming. They're very they for me they were very forgiving. You know, so they took not so, you know, not premium care, and they did well. But then eventually I had to pull them up, and it was, oh, it was and a, so many roots. The root system was. Yeah, it was huge. You get, getting the soil off the root system yeah. was not easy. No, it's not. So comp, my which, compost pile might be the best place which when, when they finally quit blooming in May. Yeah. But uh, I've, I've grown them for two years in a row. I oh, mean, really? the perennial over. The regular little ones? Yeah, little ones, yeah. yeah. But I never have food with these big ones. They look interesting. 
But uh, anyway, they're they're available here and they're on sale for the. I think it's the first time they've ever had them. I've never seen a dianthus that big. Uh, the uh, years back, uh, we promoted a plant uh, called the German Red Carnation. Oh yeah, I remember. You remember that? Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, an old timey plant. That's right. We kind of, we had a whole we had a whole kind of a list of the, right. the German, including some of the petunias. And, right. Yeah. And I think it's in Greg Grant's uh, book on heirloom plants. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> it's it was interesting. The reason we called it German Red was because the Germans and uh, both in Seguin. And let Milton I guess why, why you called it red. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm thinking. Don't pressure me. It, it was red. It was oh. big time red. Spoiler alert. And we yeah. <laughs> we found a lot of uh, the heirloom plants, uh, the car- red carnations. They're carnations. They're, we call it uh, uh, German red carnation. But dianthus is the, ca- uh, the gen- genus name of uh, carnation. But anyway, uh, we found a lot up, up around Fredericksburg and up in the hill country. And the the interesting thing about that stupid thing is that, uh, of course, it, it roots fairly easily. But when you plant a bed full of it from rooted cuttings, it'll eventually lose about uh, 80 to 90% of the population of plants. But those plants that remain... Will fill the bed up again. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, they they thin out during yeah. the during the spring rains. You know, we got we had issue. Well, we have issues with perennials. A lot of perennials. In, yeah. Uh, that mm-hmm. way. Uh, oh, um, I was thinking of some of the Shasta daisies and uh, even our uh, our famous. Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> I can't can't think of the flocks. Some of the flocks. Yeah. yeah. So it was always uh, one of the management strategies was to every few years to to uh, to uh, dig them up and divide the roots. Yeah, and so that you had uh, that kept uh, stimulating the new growth and everything, and and uh, really uh, helped your bed. But you're saying the German carnations, they kind of did their own. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the uh, not so funny thing about that was that uh, we were trying to get a commercial grower to grow and uh, the <laughs> that's when Greg Grant was working for Lone Star Growers out here and of course he was promoted out there and I was promoted in the papers and whatever but uh, they we got them plenty of plants and they, they propagated a lot of plants and then they said, <laughs> they said, they won't bloom. The, the grower said, we like the, the plant does well, but it won't bloom. And they, at that time, like Trey said, they were selling stuff in bloom. And what they were doing out there, they were shearing the thing like, a, like the small one, uh-huh. like the small dianthus. They're shearing at that at that level, and the flowers 
or above that. So they would shear the blooms and flowers off, and they would never bloom. And the foliage is not its major yeah. attraction. Uh-uh. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, so we kind of, uh, they dropped if it. If I remember right, of course, the flowers were really nice. Oh, yeah. And uh, the flowers, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure they were fragrant. And uh, I know they were a great cut flower to put in a vase or whatever. So uh, we 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 kind of dropped it, I imagine. But we found some stands or plantings of that that were verifiably a hundred years old up around Fredericksburg. Wow! But it dies back every spring and comes back. That's so cool. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, I bet you Johnson City Joe has uh, stories about those. No, well, I think that was before his time. Oh, okay. A <laughs> <laughs> hundred years? Well, close. Yeah, it's uh, a... <laughs> Poor yeah. Joe. He takes a lot of abuse from us. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. 210-308-8867. We're ready to answer your gardening questions and talk about what you want to do with your garden. 210-308-8867. We also have some questions. Uh, I don't know who who wrote these or these, answered these. Oh, these are in the, the newsletter. newsletter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the f- the first question is: Will container-grown geraniums make it through the winter outside? Oh, and the answer is, hell no. They oh. need to be protected during freezing weather. Which, uh, when you look up geraniums on PlantAnswers.com, you see a picture of those two that we chose that t- took the heat. As well as go in the snow, growing outside Ooh, really? in the snow. Yeah, in Ohio. Oh, is that from your brother? Yeah. So uh, he was all excited. It snowed out there, and he wanted to send me a picture of his geraniums in the snow. And so he put them out on his front porch in the snow. Took some pictures, which I have on PlantAnswers.com. Right. And. Uh, then he called me about three or four days later. He said, the geraniums froze <laughs> out on my porch <laughs> yeah. while I just put them out. He he was a good surgeon, but, uh, you know, not he was su- trying. He's gardening. He's a yeah. surgeon, not a horticulturist. <laughs> Although he was, uh, he, was, he, he, was, was a, he was an interesting gardener. I yeah. Mean, he, and he did, he did a lot of research. Yeah, related projects for us, <laughs> and he grew. Uh, what what his claim to fame was that he grew uh, uh, crepe myrtles up in Ohio. I never I never realized that crepe myrtles are cold sensitive. Some of them are, most of them are, and uh, we found out that one called Sarah's favorite. Well, we sell it here. Uh, crepe myrtle uh, would. Free, freeze back, but it would come back and bloom the following spring. And so he had one. He had the only crepe myrtle, maybe in Ohio, that bloomed hmm. uh, on its own roots. We put it on the 
south side of the house in a protected area and did everything we could, but uh, still froze down. But anyway, that, that was the, uh, you don't, and I, <laughs> I, after seeing geraniums go through some pretty hard fr- frost, I thought there might be a difference in selection of uh, varieties of geraniums, some of which will be more cold tolerant. So we put in a, a trial on that, and they all froze before I got <laughs> before I could see the difference. Ah. What what is our what was our? Uh, I was trying to remember the name of our selections that uh, oh, tolerated the heat. The heat. Uh, I want to say what Fiesta, or Fiesta, Fiesta. Uh, hmm, can't think of it now. <laughs> we'll we'll think of we'll eventually think. Yeah, of it. when we are driving home. Another uh, another question is: My zinnias are showing some freeze burn. No, but the blooms and foliage are la- largely intact. Is it time to pull them? Zinnias are a favorite nectar and source for butterflies and other pollinators. You can leave them in place until the major freeze occurs. Hmm. That sounds like yours, doesn't it? Probably, yeah. Answer. I think of a little adjustment to it. Uh, <laughs> because I I wrote about that in the those 38-degree yeah. temps we had. Have you, have you pulled up your vincas yet? I pulled up most of my vincas. Okay. Mine are still doing well. <laughs> Yours are still going? Yeah, they, honestly, they're, they're, uh, they're, we need to come up with the top toughest plants in San Antonio. <laughs> and vinca would, I think, yeah. certainly be my, in the top five. Mine, uh, and we've, we've ex- we expect this in some plants, we've seen it too. They did better when it was hot. Yeah. And they were challenged by the dry. Yeah. And then when it got when we had that cool weather, I probably should have cut way back on oh. even more back on watering because they did not deal they they yellowed the foliage yellowed. Yeah, you can overwater them. They're, yeah. they they are they're drought tolerant once yeah. they get established. Yeah, they'll now, they'll put up with that. They the ones I the ones I haven't pulled have kind of readjusted to the oh the, the cycle yeah okay yeah that, that vink is good yeah. I, I think I was telling Trace uh, uh, and talking about last week uh, my neighbors planted a whole bed of purple heart yeah <laughs> you didn't lose a plant I lost a plant and I always yell at them I said. If you kill those, we can't help you. Yeah, there is no. <laughs> They're like a cactus on steroids. No support group, nothing yeah. no, Nothing we can do to help you with that. <laughs> and um, this, in, uh, if it's December, time to do a poinsettia. Yeah. Um, said to keep soil moist for my poinsettias, which uh, we'll be getting in. Yeah, pretty, pretty soon. soon. Yeah. Probably after Thanksgiving. I think that's what Trey said. Yeah. We'll double check when he comes up. No, it is. It's after oh, okay. Thanksgiving. I know the grower. To keep the soil moist for my pantry poinsettias, should I add ice cubes every day? And this is a well-written answer, so it must be Calvin. Try adding ice cubes every day at first. 
it will probably be enough in most situations. If the soil dries with the every other day schedule, switch to every day. A key part of keeping the poinsettia healthy and blooming for four or five months is to soak the soil once a week in the sink. I think that's yours. Could be, yeah. But uh, that that's important. Uh, a lot of people think just adding ice cubes will do it all, all the whole time. But uh, the ice cubes are just supplemental irrigation, kind of like drip irrigation. You know, my uh, Yolanda, our home health aide, uh, it's, she gave us a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, poinsettia, and that thing is still going from Christmas. What is this? this is, <laughs> I don't, I, you know, what did we used to say, four or five months? Yeah, did it, you lose the leaves? It did not lose the leaves. Wow. It, it's it's uh, not putting on new yeah, foliage, growth, but, yeah. but it's still got the leaves. It uh, just, uh, just amazes me. The old-timey ones, uh if you let them dry out or whatever, they drop the leaf. That's yeah, that's, and that certainly was one of the one of the modern ones. But the it? the problem, <laughs> the problem with the, them dropping the leaves, they didn't drop the red Brax leaves. Yeah, those are the. But, so it so, looked kind of yucky. Yeah, you'd go into a doctor's office. They were the main offenders, and uh, they would have both points that is in their office for the Christmas holiday. And then, of course, have weekends off or holidays off, and nobody water that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I used to go in the doctor's office. The first thing I do to water the poinsettias. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but uh, they when they, they green leaves would fall off, they would keep those things throughout the year with those red leaves on bare stems. So. Uh, that was a problem. But I, I think the leaves are a lot tougher now than they, they used to be. Yeah, hey, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. There's a, there's a vinca. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Love talking about uh, nature here. And I know a lot of our uh, listeners who enjoy gardening enjoy bringing nature and birds and everything to the yard. Uh, well, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you do that at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. That's where Kyle and all the gang is over there at Wild Birds Unlimited. And um, here's how they define themselves. They're, they're problem solvers. So if your problem is you want to attract uh, birds, well, they're going to help you solve it. If the problem is that you uh, set up something and you're not attracting birds, well, they're going to help you solve that, too, at Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, you can find feeders. You can find houses. If next year uh, you uh, wanted to uh, have a Purple Martin house, or if you, there's somebody that you want to give a gift of a Purple Martin house, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with that at North 
Northwest Military and Hebner Road. And right now they have gifts already boxed up, ready to roll. A wide variety. I think there are six different types. And basically you can just ship them, uh, and uh, they'll get them all ready to go, like with the feeder and the seed already in there. It's a great gift idea. All of them are under $50. And so, uh, you know, um, actually I think they start at $50. So uh, go over there to Wild Birds Unlimited, and they can help you out with that too. Go say hi to Bill and Kyle at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. Give them a call, 210. Yeah, Bill is still there. Bill's still there as far as we well, know. We That's what the reports say. I think they got him standing in the corner. Oh, they propped him up in the yeah, corner. Yeah, they have a closet. Maybe they keep it. Yeah, in yeah. Could be. Ah, poor Bill. <laughs> tell, tell Bill we say hello. And tell him Calvin is picking on him. 210-479-BIRD. 210-479-BIRD. All right. Will, will, will Bill believe that if they say that Calvin keeps picking on you on the show? He'll, he'll believe that. You know, you know what's coming up this week? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, I, I usually write, uh, put my Thanksgiving, what did the pilgrims eat for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, this week I want to appeal to people All right. to not put plants in their food. <sighs> Here's, a, here's an I article. know where you're going with this, and and you're not gonna you're gonna you're swimming upstream, Salmon Man. I'm denying any uh, the, yeah. knowledge. The time the time is now. Is the name of the article. Yeah. Written by Donna Folsom, Saul's conservation planner. And many fur winter tolerant for herbs are just begging to be used in your home-cooked meal. Mm-hmm. Now, my old mama lived to be 85 years old. Mm-hmm. And she never put grass in our food. I think leaves of grass. You're fighting a losing battle. <laughs> People want those herbs and spices. Plus, your homegrown herbs make family dinners that much more special. Yeah, because they're coming from your garden. They've, you've grown them yourself. Well, they don't have to put them in my food. Uh, put them in a little dish out there you're, and let them seal. You're never going to know. <laughs> Holland, uh, the, the, you, I've told you the story about finding that uh, uh, bay leaf in my mother-in-law's yeah. roast beef. Yeah, you put bay leaves in there. You put bay leaves and red beans for red beans and rice. No. Yes. Uh, Some people don't. Do you're, maybe. You're, you're <laughs> don't, don't disrupt. If Jerry gets his own cooking show. Yeah. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll have limited to, to broccoli and tomatoes <laughs> exactly. and uh, roast beef. Yeah. Fresh herbs are a fast and simple way. To learn your tried and true, oh, I'm sorry, to yeah. enhance your uh-huh. tried and true recipes, even those heavily seasoned with dried herbs. No. Yes. If your recipe calls for dried her herbs, mm-hmm. use twice the amount of fresh, sturdy herbs, such as rosemary, sage, and thyme. Mm-hmm. In other words, go out and and get some rosemary cuttings, 
off the entrance to your uh, subdivision. You know where they planted them in the uh, entryway because they're such a oh, good may- plant? Well, maybe you planted them in your yard. No. Okay. The, for delicate herb herbs, yes, such as parsley, chives, dill, and tarragon, opt for three times the quantity when using fresh. Okay, that makes sense. Harvest herbs just prior to use and in early morning. All right, well, nothing wrong with that. If possible, to help maintain freshness and nutrients. To keep them fresh longer, snip off the ends of the stem on the diagonally. Dang, nabbit. What? And put the, <laughs> put the herbs in a tall glass with one inch of water, like cut flowers. Oh, that's an idea. Uh, after, after they uh, store them in the refrigerator and change the water daily, after a week or more stored this way, they're ready for the garbage. What? No, I bet it doesn't say that. Oh. Oh. Read it again. <laughs> they should last a week or more stored this way. Uh-huh. I store mine in the garbage. I know. You're, you're embellishing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, family and friends will appreciate your holiday meal. No, they won't. Yes, they will. Even more knowing of some of the ingredients were grown and nurtured by you. <laughs> did you write that article? No. <laughs> Donna did. Oh, I bet they will. So that, Judy's a big that, herb user, fresh yeah. herb user, isn't she? Who? Judy? Yeah, your wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's got quite a herb garden. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Containers on the, on the patio. Does she and, put and, that and in and your the food? The thing about them is they're they're attractive too. Yeah, that's true. Do they? Yes. Do they put you in your food? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, she's she's also from South Africa, so yeah. she does a lot of uh, those kind of dishes that uh, are not my favorite. <laughs> but uh, that's because you put leaves and stuff uh, in there. Oh, uh, but she she. Mm, Sometimes she'll have a version for herself and a version for me. Other times she'll just alter, not quite a, put it as spices much. quite as spicy as she has uh, on a, some of her. So did your mother put uh, leaves and grass in your food? My mother's from Minnesota. Yeah, she didn't and do that. Oh, did yeah, yeah, there was not. Hell no, there was not much seasoning. <laughs> yeah, as close as we got to uh, yeah. that, I. Sweet and sour chicken was our. Oh. <laughs> that was the spiciest thing we ever That's had. That's about right. I just picture the the, gar- the cooking show with Dr. Jerry Parsons. <laughs> Today we're going to cook meat. First, get the meat. Yeah. Put it in the pan. <laughs> cook it. All righty. Join us tomorrow. <laughs> if you want spices on this, go to another show. We don't do spices on we this. We don't show. do spices. No. Now, I, I hate to ask Milton, did his mother put grass in there? Absolutely. Place? But. Uh, I told you about the red beans and rice yeah. and the bay oh, leaves. Right. And the, they, I like red they beans and rice. They practically everything in Louisiana. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a story. Yay! Uh, Trace is going to tell us a story. When I was even poorer than I am now. Oh, All right. no. Man, yeah. Back bad. in the old days at the Wolf Nursery. All right. I got an employee discount. So I would uh, buy a couple of onions. 
I would go buy the potatoes that go. we would sell. And my girlfriend worked at a sirloin stockade next door. Oh, wow. So I got some butter and sour cream for free. Okay. <laughs> and can you guess what my lunch was? Uh, potatoes with sour cream and then... Onion. And onion. And, yep. Yeah. And that was lunch for long periods of time. Wow. But you didn't put any other leaves or, or grass clippings or anything like that? Uh, no, no. <laughs> but well, but we here, despite... Uh, we don't want anybody to get the impression, that we're listening to Jerry, that we don't have a good selection of herbs yeah. here. Yeah, Milwaukee. it is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. we got. Uh, what's what's they look? They look good, and they're just just what you need for your off top recipes. Man, parsley, cilantro, a couple have you different got kinds of mints. Uh, I've got yeah. I didn't think. I think there's curled and flat. Uh, yeah. We also let's see. I think there's some oregano. That one I'd have to check on. Sage, I'm pretty sure, is out there. Um, I know there's some more. Give and, me a minute. And do you mind if people go through the nursery and pick off leaves of plants and of course eat I flowers do. and things like that? Yeah, I, 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 I always <laughs> I want to tell you stop eating the day lilies. <laughs> yeah. And the poinsettias. They're wonderful. Well, well. but Jerry's weird, weird because he he eats the day for the. the Day lilies instead of yeah, cilantro. Yeah, but complains while eating it. Hey, don't be eating that grass and stuff. <laughs> now, when does stevia come? I was going to tell Jerry that. Well, we had it most of the spring and on and off during the summer. Okay, so it's a spring summer. Yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot of herbs that actually like the winter time. Uh, winter. Yeah. Oh, that's ba- right. balsamic basil is out there. Oh, that's with the, oh, with that's, the city that's pretty. with that's the pretty the, seed head on. Oh, yeah. Now was that the? Um, that was a Texas superstar yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Three years ago. Yeah, that's right. Well, chives, uh, uh, parsley, cilantro—they do about right in the winter time. Yeah. What so color? We got enough to make salsa and mint juleps. Mm. So we. Yeah, we, you got the mint. That's yeah. all we need. So let's see, we got the onions. They've already done the tomatoes. They're pulling them up now. What color is the flower on that uh, basil that you have? Purple. Purple? Okay. Royal purple. Hey, Sylvia's got a a question for us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Sylvia, how can we help you today? Hi. Oh, hi, Nelson. Um, I went off in a long school of fishing spring. It's like a one gallon. You actually get into food. Can that be in a gallon or does this like the Italian? Yeah, we're having a tough time understanding you. Um, are you, you're on your phone, right? Just, yeah. Uh-huh. No, no, you're not on a speakerphone, are you? Call you right now? I can call you on another phone. No, let's see if Al can just bring you up a little bit. I think that might help. Or I can, I can do it mm-hmm. here. Let's try one mm-hmm. more time. Okay. A North Fork Christmas tree. They have oh, them well, at no. least H-E-B. Can I put it in the ground or, or have to just leave it in the pot, you know? As a tropical, so it can't take any kind of real cold. So you, if you lived in Corpus, my answer would be yes, you could plant it in the ground. You live here okay. and the first frost is done. Oh, 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 okay. So it's not a good idea. Oh, okay. Because I have trouble doing the thing with the same thing. 
Okay. Not, not a good choice to go so to the ground. So it's a good thing to move back in your patio have it inside or something like that? Yeah, you'd want to grow it in a pot, move it in and out, and you can gradually get bigger on pots, but at some point you're going to get so big it's going to be hard, too hard to move in. That's, <laughs> it wants to be a tree, doesn't that, it? That's the time that you buy a new little one again and you, you grow it out to and, that and, point. And this one's pretty big. It's, it's about four feet. They'll end up much bigger than that, even, <laughs> even in a pot. So at some point, you got no option. You either discard it or for something, and uh, <laughs> and you buy yourself a new little one and grow it out. Yeah, my, well, mother, okay. used, uh, my mother used well, to What about the patio? What if I just leave it in a pot and have it in the patio? What about that? Can I do is that? Your patio, is your patio enclosed? Um, uh, No. I'm, then, I mean, no. Well, kind of halfway, yeah. It is halfway in yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, well, it, it, it might halfway live then. No. Uh, you, you've got to enclose the patio if you want to do that. Uh-huh. What um, is the pine? And, and oh. heat it. Norfolk pine. Oh, uh, you, You're better off uh, going okay. in and out. Okay. Also, I had done some black eyed season skin. Um, I got black-eyed Susan, and that's the only thing I got out of that. One more time. Well, let's try again. He's the real, really having a tough time. Your phone's kind of <laughs> kind of a little muddy there, so we're, we're hearing you. Okay. But, Okay, a black-eyed Susan, but it's a real, it looks almost like a sunflower. I also got this with HEB. They look all right for the first day, but I've had them three days. They look kind of real flat, you know, like they're dying. Do you have it inside or do you have it outside? Uh, no, they're, they're, they're in the ground. They're in the ground. Okay. So that's a perennial, and it's not going to uh-huh. like these cool nights, so it will get worse before it gets better. So, in normal circumstances, that plant will die down, and if all things happen normal, it would come back out again next spring. Yeah. Okay. So, anything I can do because it looks so sad? I mean... Uh, don't water it just because you feel like it's sad. Always take your finger and poke <laughs> it in the dirt. Make sure that it actually needs it before you do it. Oh, okay. That's what I've been trying to do. I thought maybe because it's supposed to be in the sun... It is oh, okay. to be in the sun, but, but just because something's wilted doesn't mean it needs water. It can very easily wilt from too much water. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Because I have some other ones, but the flower is smaller, and those, I mean, they're huge. They're, they're kind of like garden mums, but this, 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 that's a different type. I got those to the green. I don't know where it could be just a plant. I mean, maybe I'll just take them back again or something. Well, they're doing, more than likely you're buying the floral-grade stuff inside, which is normally just for for a quick show and throw. You have it for a week or two, and then you pitch it and buy a new one. Sylvia, we want you to go yeah. to burgers. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to, yeah, if I can get out there, you know, I don't have a vehicle, that's the only thing. I mean, uh, if, okay. I, if I, would, would they charge for them to bring things out, or? Yeah, we can deliver if you order over the phone, but it's a $60 delivery fee on a 20-mile radius. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in Broadway in 410 area, so. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, if I can get someone to pick like, me out there, I guess it would be better. Yeah. Okay. Well, that way you Thank can actually you. pick out what you like. 
Yeah. Right. Have to. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, a lot better. Okay. Thank you. Right. Oh, my birthday. Thank Happy you, Thanksgiving. Sylvia. Happy okay, Thanksgiving bye-bye. to you. That was nice of you, Sylvia. You take care. Don't put leaves in uh, your food. I was going to ask her, and I knew. No. And I thought, <laughs> oh, no, I'm just going to bring it up again, and yet you brought it up again anyway. That's Jerry's new thing. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Don't use herbs. <laughs> Jerry is on apparently a save the herb kick. Can we, can we use salt and pepper? Uh, I don't know. How about barbecue sauce? Yeah, imagine. Yeah, exactly. Well, barbecue sauce has herbs in it, doesn't it? I think so. Bar- yeah. Barbecue sauce goes with everything. You like barbecue sauce? <laughs> imagine Kentucky Fried Chicken with seven spices. No herbs, just spices. <laughs> how, how would it taste? It wouldn't be that good. Isn't that the way they cook it already? No, it's seven herbs and spices. The secret recipe is seven herbs and spices. I always wondered about the colonel. You know, (laughs) he kind of looks strange to me. But being from Kentucky, he didn't use many. I don't know. Use seven of them. All right. 210-308-8867. Trace is hanging his head. I think we, 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 he, he's one of those ones I was talking about that can't tie a knot. Oh. We, we'll have to put his tree on for him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think, and we're going to have Baron come on and tell his Christmas tree story. It's like yeah, a, oh, that's uh, yeah, that's <laughs> it's like a tradition now. It is. Yeah. What, what's that Christmas movie where the kid has the BB gun? Oh, a Christmas story. There we yeah. go. It's yeah, just like, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> you, you'll break your windshield. Um, so anyway, uh, and what we did with Stevia, and this worked out really well. So we grew it, we bought it here, grew it, and uh, cut the leaves off, ha, dried them, and then made a, uh, a syrup out of it. And then used a syrup as a sweetener and tea and stuff, and it worked out really well. It was a nice sweetener, and it's... How do you make syrup out of it? Yeah. Uh, I think you boil the dried leaves, um, and then it... I think the, you're boiling it down a little bit. I'll have to ask. We'll have Laura call in because she did it. I'd try that with uh, St. Augustine. That's good, too. Uh, Flora Tam has a really good place. No, stevia tastes sweet, So you, but you but you got no uh, glycemic index. Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah, right. Yeah. It doesn't spike your sugars. So. Yeah, so, yeah, but uh, St. Augustine doesn't spike your sugars either. More nutritious, uh, and, uh, is it? Yeah, it's green. You've That's got evidence green. of that. Yeah, oh, it's on Plant Answers. I can see a, a comparison of uh, where St. Augustine goes in the nutrition chart. Okay. So I only have one question. Uh, have you eaten Floretam St. Augustine? Uh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's see, what else trees? Oh, hey, speaking of Christmas trees, and then we'll take a break here. We just let it finish the last truck, so we're going to try to stand a few now. Oh, good. Okay, so what kind do you have, and why do you have them? Well, uh, Nordman is probably the most special. Yeah. Um, it's a real pretty tree that uh, doesn't have any fragrance. So for people that are allergic to trees, they have it, allergies, yeah. it is a very good choice if you want a living or a cut Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably will have far less reaction to that than you would any other tree. Then we're going to have noble firs. That's right. the most majestic. Uh, if you've got big, heavy ornaments, that's the one that can actually hold up those ornaments. And uh, Fraser fir, which is the number one Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. To me, it holds up the best, the prettiest, and that's what I get every year. Now, this is a setup question. Our listeners will recognize this, but it's true. When people get their tree from you. Uh, that tree generally, those lead, the, the the needles are real pliant and don't fall off and just stay on longer. And there's a reason for that. As soon as we possibly can, we start doing fresh cuts on all of them and we stand them up in water. Yeah. 
And so they've, they'll have taken their biggest drink already. You still should use tree preservative and, and make sure that the bucket stays full. If you got dogs or cats like I do, you got to make sure that it really stays full because for some reason they like to drink that water. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And um, so anyway, ours are going to be fresher. You know, most most of these tree people, they put it on a, a rack and cut it open. You flip around. You've got to do the fresh cut. You've got to stand it. You have yeah. the option to buy this tree with the stand on it, which means no work on your end other than just taking it in the house, setting it up, and putting water back in. So we do a, a, a an exchange program. Mm-hmm. So if you've bought a Christmas tree from us in the past with the metal rebar stands, you bring us that stand back when you're selecting out your tree, and you don't have to buy a stand. We're going to take your stand, put it on another tree, and you're going to take the tree that's already stood. All the work's already been done. Yep. And you're going to take that one home. And some of these stands get to see you know, 15, 20 Christmases before Which they get so retired. Cool. So oh, yeah. Well, and the neat thing is that's because you have, well, people that come back every year. This is like the tradition we talked about. The Baron story and then different movies that are Christmas tradition. You see the same people here every year. I mean, they, they're, the plan is, all right, let's see. It's after Thanksgiving. We're going to go the first day to Millburgers, get the tree, uh-huh. uh, whenever they're going to go. We've already, think, we've already had about ten people today. Is that right? Yeah. Wow, that's great. I think we didn't get, they didn't get a tree, but okay. I told them to come back tomorrow. Then. I think <laughs> it's important, too, to, know, to note that the staff is going to help you get the tree loaded. Mm-hmm. You know, Trace mentioned that the, the stand is on there. They're, that'll They'll take that into consideration and, and help you figure out a safe a way to carry the tree back to, to wherever you're yeah. going. But most people don't realize, there's so many vehicles nowadays that don't have real luggage racks. They're, yeah. they're fake or faux. Oh. So we have to have fixed points to tie to. So... Most cars don't have luggage racks. They don't have any real fixed points on the outside. So we improvise. Uh, sometimes we'll go to the, uh, uh, what's the little thing that you flip down? The visor. Oh, so very that's, cool. that's a permanent part. And uh, so we can tie off there and we kind of use a zipper type method. And most cars have the, uh, I don't know what to call it, but the, oh, you know what, handle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. What would you call that? Oh shucks. Okay, oh shucks handle. <laughs> and so we'll go through and we'll we'll use that as a zipper and put that through and come back around the other side until we feel that it's safe to drive off. Oh good, yeah. Now, that's he, true, but in San Antonio what we do is put down the windows, all the windows. No. I and knew, get a, get some people to hold it out the window. Oh, on top I, of the car. I, I thought he was going to say tie it through the car. <laughs> Actually, and I was going to joke, I have done that. And it only, you only do it one time. Where you put it on there and you tie it through the car. You run, The windows are down. You think you're so clever. Yep. So you go try to open the door to get in. It's like, oh. So if you're going to do that, Milton. Yes. Open the door first. You open the door first to tie through. Otherwise, you don't. Yes. Otherwise, you're like stuck. And don't do it. And even worse, if you do it with your wife. In the car. Oh, no. She's stuck in the car until you figure it out. That might not be a bad idea. (laughs) You're not talking from experience, are you? Uh, No. Okay. No, I've I've always had trucks until this past year. Oh, so you put them in the back of the truck. Yeah. All right, so we have a question from the... from Al back at the station. Okay. So, what's give me an average height for a Christmas tree? Not a big one, not a small one. 
Well, there's no, there's more seven to eights than there are any other size. All right, we'll take the seven. But to we eights. do some five to sixes, six to seven. Al is curious as to how long it takes that seven to eight foot Christmas tree to grow. So most, these are all firs, and there's okay. there's no exact number to that, but in general, you're probably talking a foot a year. How much? A, a foot, foot a year. A foot okay, a year. so that's a seven-year-old tree if it's seven foot tall, approximately. Right. Okay, there you go, Al. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. She got all kind of them buns. She got some of them great big old giant type size looking buns like that, yeah. She got some of them little old winnie old tiny buns, yeah. She got some of them wonder buns. She got some of them Langendorf buns. She even got some of them sunbeam buns. She got some of them a host of creamy top chocolate buns with frosting on top. Most of all, yet and all that rock too, she got some of them hot buttered buns. It ain't all she got either. Mm-hmm. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, uh, if you want to give yourself and your family a gift that's going to last a long, long time, go to bsgtexas.com. And look at their uh, their website, bsgtexas.com. You'll find lots of ideas, including a home theater for your house. And BSG is the perfect place to build it and to show you all the things that you can do with it. Uh, you know, people are spending more time at home now, but uh, you know that you've uh, even before all this happened and even after it goes away, it's great to spend time with the family, watching movies, enjoying music, and BSG can show you how to do it. They've got six months deferred payments, program going right now, and... Uh, BSG is going to give you the best equipment possible, the best installation possible uh, that you'll find. I mean, these guys have studied it. They know exactly what they're doing. They'll give you some great examples, and they'll beat any written price by 10%. So here's what you're going to get for BSG. Expertise, the best equipment, and they'll beat the price by 10%. So the best price as well. So go to BSGTexas.com and learn more, or call them, 210 877-1222. A lot of folks are doing it. I talked to Jim the other day, and uh, a lot of folks are taking advantage and and buying themselves this home theater and absolutely loving it. 210-877-1222. BSGTexas.com. Do you smell the Christmas trees, Milton? Oh, no. No. (laughs) No, Lower lower your mask just a little bit on your nose. You know I don't smell so good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's strong. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, over, I'm way over here, though, so. I was going to tell Trace your 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 slogan for for the Christmas tree. No. Huh? It's not, my, it's not mine, although I think it's very clever. <laughs> although some people might. Uh, Keep your butts wet and clean. That's right. Your tree, the tree butts. Tree butts, yeah. yeah yes. What do you think I meant? That's exactly what I thought you meant. Okay. All right, 210 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, let's see, what else I is going on? Th- I know Thanksgiving is coming up. Also, if you're having, I was going to say, if you're having uh, just a few folks over, uh, which is not... Necessarily kind of, recommended in the men. Uh, I yeah. would say the cyclemen really uh, do a good job of decorating hmm. the they house. Do. The house, yeah. You uh, just put them. You can get some decorative containers too, 
or just in the regular containers. They're unbelievably flashy. You need to uh, just come in by and take a look at this, at these uh, cyclamen. The colors are just hard to believe. That purple glow in the dark, red, <laughs> the red and white, uh, pinks, and the foliage is even attractive. So that's a, it's an unbelievable plant. Yeah, I think I saw somebody walking out of here the other day, last week, weekend, with an orchid. Feeling oh, yeah, you're right. They must be in the greenhouse. Yeah, I imagine yeah. they are. That's a great gift, too. Oh, yeah, last for all the way to Valentine's and further. Yeah. Well, if you make a little, uh, just a, a, a small visit to somebody, uh, a relative, uh, the cyclamen also, one cyclamen makes good little Oh, that'd gift. be a wonderful housewarming or just, yeah. you know, kind of, you can bring wine or you can bring a cyclamen. <laughs> easy and they, easy to take cheaper. care of it in the house they'll last if you give them put them on the east facing uh window they'll last quite a lot forever in the in inside the house too so yeah and they're beautiful here uh we've got the deep reds i call that the santa red because it looks like santa's yeah. uh the color of santa's coat uh and outfit and then uh Let's see. There's some white still. The yeah, I'm looking few. for whites. Yeah, few. Yeah. And the then glow uh, in the dark purple. Yeah, I see that one. It's kind of a pinkish purple. Is that the one you're calling yeah. the glow in the dark? Yeah. Oh, well, there's a lilac, lilac, kind of a lilac purple, which is a little pinker, and then there's the darker. And both of those are supposedly the glow in the dark. Yeah, if they, if they're under a, a light, under a you know street light. So they, they they reflect that light and they look like they're glowing in the dark. But they're 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 they'll really a person that receives one of those is a, a little gift. You know, we're talking about a five or six dollar gift, but really makes an impression. You you don't forget cyclemen when you yeah. get. I d- I didn't quite finish the uh, talks about uh, amaryllis, which mm-hmm. are on sale forty percent off, because I was telling you. That you you might uh, pre-plan to put them in a little bit larger container mm-hmm. that won't t- topple over, fall over. Yeah, because it, it says on the write-up it said uh, they're 16 to 20 inch stalks. Wow, that's all. That's about a. F- and uh, that's the stalk. Yeah, that's not the. And the uh, the flower on top. There's four or five huge flowers on top. Of the stalk. So uh, you want to keep that in mind. Like I said, uh, I used to give one to mother every year. And uh, she enjoyed watching the stalk grow more than she liked the flower. Because it was so quick. Yes, it's yeah. quick. It's just you can literally stand there and watch it grow. Uh, and the trace is selling for two for sixteen dollars. Yep, eight dollars each. That's it's a good a, price. That's a great deal. Yeah. All right, we got to say goodbye for today. We're back tomorrow. If we don't catch you before that, wish you and your family a very merry Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, but we'll catch you tomorrow back here at the nursery. Come visit us two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. This is the answer.